Welcome to the Student Sessions with your hosts, Tonya Galati and Regan Spinks. In this series, we talk with students, graduates, and industry professionals all about internships and placements. Hi, and welcome to the Student Sessions with me, Tonya. And me, Regan. Today, we are joined by Amar and Josh. Hi, Amar. Hi, Josh. Hi there. Hi there. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks very much, both of you, for joining us on this rather special episode. Um, You've been nominated by British Airways because you undertook an internship with them. Before we go into that, let's hear a little bit about you both. So, um, Josh, tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So, um, I'm 22, currently in my final year studying finance and business at the University of Edinburgh. I'll keep my background kind of brief as it's kind of complex. Whistle-stop tour. I was born in Malaysia, moved to the UK when I was almost two, grew up in the West Midlands in Coventry. Any, if you have any listeners from there, it's nice. I uh, then lived in Dubai for a year, back to Malaysia for the rest, and then returned to Edinburgh for uni. So very much a typical international school student. Uh, it's worth saying right at the start that I am an aviation enthusiast. I'm sure Amar will echo this as well. Have been ever since I was very young. Uh, I was that strange kid that watched air crash investigation instead of cartoons. So that's kind of a little bit about me and why. BA That's was not right strange, is it? Is that strange? <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you think, Amar? No, I can attest to his. I was also the same, so I don't think it's strange <laughs> at all. <laughs> Thanks very much for that, Josh. Um, Amar, tell us about yourself. Uh, so I was born and brought up in Manchester, as you probably can tell from the accent. I was there, and then I also spent two years in UAE. Uh, so my dad used to work for Etihad Airways, uh, so I used to move there and was there for two years and then came back to Manchester. Same as Josh, uh, my dad's actually worked with British Airways for the 16 years, so I've had the pleasure of being in aircraft since six months old, that's when my love of aviation started, and ever since then I knew that I just wanted to work in aviation, whether it be a pilot or even just working as a check-in agent, it had to be aviation. And now I'm currently at university studying aviation technology with pilot studies and management at the University of Leeds. I've got to say, Amar, I don't know what you just said then, but it sounds like it's... <laughs> yeah, I, I do get that a lot. It's a handful. I think I should uh, make a recording of the amount of times I've said what I studied at uni, to be honest. So, it sounds really exciting. Um, yeah. Obviously, you're both interested in aviation. You've done your internships at aviation. Do you need to have a passion or understanding of aviation, would you say, to apply to work at British Airways? Well, I'd say no. But so it's one of these things where, as a few of our colleagues can contest to, we not everyone has a massive passion for aviation, but you just need a passion for travel or like some kind of inkling to want to join a business that's fast paced like BA. Obviously, us being aviation enthusiasts, uh, it helps in the recruitment process. So of course, during an interview, it's far easier to say why you want to join BA if you start talking about aircraft versus saying talking about culture, for example, which you do with every other business. This is just something a bit extra. You know, with sort of aviation and the interest in it, um, I'm guessing when you do sort of, when you did your internship, you wasn't straight away flying planes. Definitely no. not. Um, <laughs> I. I would, that, that would have been the hope, that would have been the dream if they put us in a sample seven straight away. But I was actually quite surprised um, because exactly like that question, I thought everyone who works at British Airways loves planes, uh, you know, loves everything about them. But actually when I was there, 
Um, and, you know, I'd, I'd sit and have lunch with some of the colleagues, you know, some in finance, uh, revenue management, and they'd say to me, oh, I know nothing about planes. Um, I'm actually not interested at all. I'm just here because um, I like finance or I like what I do, but I have no interest in planes at all. And to me, that was like, but it's an airline, you know, how can you not, you know, enjoy planes? But um, I think it just proves that British Airways is such a diverse business. It has so many different avenues that you don't just need to be uh, working on planes or interested in aviation because as it as it, as it is, it's a business. So there's so many different aspects of it that it, you don't need to just have that aviation part. And then we found that with our interns as well. There were actually a, a lot of our interns weren't av geeks and they weren't really interested in planes. But then by the end of the internship, they learned so much um, about aviation that they had a good mix of both. So it's actually quite interesting. So, Josh, you did your internship at the end of your second year, didn't you? And you're now in your final year. And Amar, you did your internship at the end of your first year and you're now in yeah. your second year. Well, did, mine's actually a bit you... different. Sorry? I went, mine's actually a bit different. I went uh, third year, fourth year, because in Scotland we do four-year degrees. It's just right. a bit different, that's all. Okay. But you're, yeah, and so you're now in your final year. Yeah, um, yeah. So... When you both started your degree courses or you applied to go to university, was it always your intention to do an internship or were you focused on other things? And Josh, we'll start with you first. Um, yeah, so I didn't even know what an internship was when I first came to university. Uh, I thought, you know, you go to uni, you do your degree, and at the end of your degree, uni helps you get a job. That's not true. Um, the uni doesn't really help that much. Most of the Most of the job searching you do is either on your own or with your friends or with societies. Uh, the university doesn't do that much for you in that sense. Uh, like they do events and all this when companies come in, but it's on you to go there and speak to them. So internships, I'm only really during first year when I went to a few talks, people started mentioning them. And because we're four-year degrees, so in my second year, I started looking into it um, and applying initially for spring weeks as well. Didn't get any spring weeks. <laughs> And some like a lot of people don't get spring weeks either, but not getting a spring week doesn't mean you can't get an internship. Same similar, not getting an internship doesn't mean you can't get a grad scheme. So yeah, I didn't know much about it, but just when you meet people around you and they're all applying to the same thing, you end up doing that as well. Mm. So Amar, just to come to you, Josh mentioned there that obviously in terms of the career service you know, he's right in saying that the career service doesn't find the internship for you. They provide the support and the resources to enable you to do that for yourself. What was your um, motivator, Amar, for, to go and get an internship? So uh, very similar to Josh, actually. Um, I actually didn't really know what an internship was. And my the career service at my unis, uh, we have a dedicated engineering career service where they'll send you internships and uh, years in industry. However, since like, you know, aviation is very such a specific role, there was nothing that really suited my interest. It was like engineering interns at other places that didn't really suit me. So I was like, I wanted something more specific to myself. So exactly like Josh said, you have to go out yourself and find it. And my motivation was actually, I was so happy getting on my course. So I did a foundation year. Um, and once I'd actually got onto my foundation year, I remember that that summer before my foundation, it's my first year. I remember just spending the whole summer just not really doing much. And then I remember just staying there, like, you know, I've got three months at home, you know, could I do something? And then that's where an internship came in. So it was almost, you know, keeping yourself busy over summer. That was the, that was the initial idea. And now, you know, keeping myself busy over summer changed my life. So I remember applying um, at the end of first year that oh, I'd like to do something over summer, maybe a year in industry after my second year. And then I was like, oh, what about a summer internship? And lo and behold, the, the British show was awesome. 
And so now you've done your sort of internship at British Airways. What was your kind of day-to-day life like, Kamar? Uh, so in the internship, I remember it was very different to uni. So I remember university, you know, you're uh, struggling to get up for your 9 a.m. lectures and it might just be a two-hour lecture, you know, 9 to 11, and that's it, you're finished for the day. Whereas British Airways for me, it was I was waking up at 6 a.m. in the morning and I was back home at around 6.45 so it's literally about from going to one to two hour days at uni to 13 hour days of uh, work. And then coming home and I was just shattered. I remember coming home and just being like, wow. But like in a good way, I think I was just, it was so exhilarating. Come on, be like, wow, like how was, did I just have that day? Like it was just amazing. And doing that from Monday to Friday and you had the whole weekend to rest. It was very high intense. I think Josh can attest to this as well. The whole summer just absolutely, it was a blink and it was over. Is that true, Josh? Was it, was it kind of that kind of, uh, excitement and kind of doing something that you're kind of passionate about was quite rewarding that the kind of time did fly by yeah no the summer definitely it flew by very quickly you know you think 10 weeks is a long time for our internships 10 weeks is a university semester for me here and that goes pretty slowly um but these 10 weeks just absolutely flew by and another thing i'd say to what amar said as well when you come home it's a different lifestyle uh, it's what you're used to in education because your whole life up to here unless you've worked as well, is when you come home, you still have work to do or you, you're doing things versus at BA, um, there's very much this culture of work-life balance. And so once once you're done at the office, you go home, don't work. That's kind of what they they get you to try and do. And so I was nine the nine to five. So yeah, get home at about six. I lived a bit closer so I'd, I could wake up at seven. <laughs> um, but yeah, and we also had incredibly different placements. Yes, I was I was in finance, um, I was in flight ops, and all of our interns got placed in completely different places. So our day to day work was vastly different in that sense. And sometimes some days we'd not we wouldn't even see each other. We'd be that busy just in our placements. So yeah. and, and how did it feel being given responsibilities straight away to to kind of you know to get on with Amar? Very um, surprising because you know I think we came in as eight interns. And you know, even the word intern, I'm not sure if it has the stigma or not, but, you know, you have that sense of, oh, you know, get the coffee, um, get the newspapers, you know, what's the post? And straight away, they're like, like for example, even for finance, you know, uh, for, I remember Josh had a large project to take care of, you know, in purchasing of aircraft or you've got this to do, you know, you're handling millions and millions of pounds. And for me, um, they came up to me like, OK, so we have four and a half thousand pilots. Uh, I would like you uh, monthly. They get a uh, training and tech magazine every week. Uh, could you please redesign that whole magazine and send it out to four and a half thousand pilots? And I'm like, me? I mean, I'm I'm an intern. Like, are, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, we trust you. You know, you're you're a colleague, same as everybody else. So, um, you know, why not uh, do it? You know, you are no less than anybody there. So I think the level of responsibility they give you is no different to whether it be a manager or whether it just be an intern, which is something that I really, really like. So I think that, like Josh said, the beer work culture is something that I'll never forget. You know, I think everyone's there as like a family. It's really, really good. Oh, and what about you, Josh? It sounds like you had a lot of responsibility on your shoulders as well. How did you, um, you know, what support was there from B- BA in terms of enabling you to kind of build your confidence in the responsibilities that you had? Yeah. So first of all, as Amar said, it was kind of a shock to me uh, my second week there being given projects and even internal projects, which were worth millions of pounds. And even seeing that amount of money, I kind of hadn't up till then. But the statement that kind of resounded with me is the amount of people who said this to me was incredible. They just kept saying, I trust your judgment. I'm like, why? <laughs> what, why Why? do you trust my judgment? What What? what have I done to prove anything to you? Um, but literally, in, I was doing a competitor analysis within my second week there. 
on one of our uh, competing airlines. And it's all these kind of things that feed into big presentations that go to management committee, you know, your CEO, your CFO. And I'm thinking like, why, why would you trust me <laughs> to do all of this? Um, in terms of support, they I had two managers actually. So I didn't, most interns get one manager. It's like your first point of contact. I got two, so it was split between the teams. One was like a general one across the whole of finance. And she helped me settle like in my first initial week. And the second one was a manager I was working directly under for the majority of it. So my place was in central finance. Uh, it looks at the internal accounting and just basically the day-to-day -day running, internal spending, you know, OPEX, CAPEX, where we're overspending property valuations, intricacies of a terminal move that we had going on, all these kind of presentations and stuff. That's what we had going on. But I also did placements in the other parts of finance. I did fleet group, root results, um, engineering operations, customer and commercial. So I did a lot across the board. And every time I joined a new team, they let me help them with a project, even though I technically had no knowledge on it, which is which was very eye-opening to me. And it's just a level of trust that I haven't seen before or I haven't been given before at uni or at school. So it was it was very nice. It definitely helped my development because my learning curve of confidence was very steep and it was good. I think if I'd have done an internship and they had said, you've got all this money to manage, I think I really would have started sweating quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Do you think like looking back now, you can kind of see why they gave you this responsibility and, and kind of trusted you. I mean, you're saying like, why would you trust me? Why would you trust my judgment? But like looking back now, can you kind of have that kind of self-confidence now to be able to be like, oh, actually, yeah, I, I do kind of do know what I'm doing. Yeah, definitely. I think if they um, put you in a situation where you're comfortable, that's not the right situation to be in. I think the best place for you to grow is a place where you have a bit of hardship, where um, you're not, you're not um, comfortable because that's where you learn the most. You'll come out of it, like especially Josh and I now, we've come out of it thinking like, wow, you know, we had such a, we had a mountain of task at the start, but now, you know, look at us like we're just so upskilled. And I heard a great quote from someone um, last week. It was, when you're starting a new job, if you're not nervous, is that really the right job or the right thing for you to start? So I think that's, I think that's what I would take from that. Definitely, you know, if you're uncomfortable and um, not like massively that I, I can't do this at all, but I think that, right, this is a challenge. That's where you'll thrive the most because you'll come out of it in such a positive way. You both come across as very confident. Were you like this before you did your internship? <laughs> um, well, I'd, I'd say probably, yeah, <laughs> to an extent. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, I would say I was definitely confident, but you come out of it a lot more confident, I would say, definitely from the internship. I think we started off, I think we're both, me and Josh are both quite confident. Um, we've given talks and stuff before, but I think what we've done on the internship as I think it's just I multiplied it a lot. Definitely. I think I'm, I'm not the same person I was before the internship. Um, I'm just a lot more confident than I was, which is a good thing to be fair. Yeah. Same. So going a little bit back to what you said, um, Josh, about kind of how British Airways has the kind of work life balance of, of, you know, once you've finished work, that's it. You don't kind of go home and kind of need to do more. Yeah. What else is kind of like the sort of working culture like at British Airways? I'd say it's very friendly, very collaborative. Absolutely everything is done in teams. So I, mean, I can only 100% speak for finance because that's where I was. But every bit of finance is split into teams. And so you work in your little sections. Like literally the floor plate is split into 
little areas where you all sit together in your team. So, you know, there is a form of friendship there because most people work together every day. And that's quite nice to see. Also, the hours are not crazy. So this is, I can see this because due to my degree, before I found this internship, I was applying to banks and that's what I was looking at. And you were looking at these 12 hour days and thinking, is that really what I want to do um, with my life? So for me, yeah, just to see the fact that you can work and be very happy at work. Most people are very happy at PA. A lot of people talk about holidays. I don't know if this happened in flight ops with, uh, with Amar, but most of the time, everyone's just talking about where they're flying to next, which is it's a nice <laughs> topic, you know, just to have around the office. About <laughs> like who's staff traveling where? It's it's interesting. So we've got lots of listeners who are at different stages of their career, some who may be considering an internship, others who may never have even thought about doing an internship. What advice would you give to anyone who isn't sure whether an internship will add value to their studies? And we'll start with you, Amar. I think an internship is the perfect chance to experience working life in uh, a small space of time, if I could put it in one sentence. It's almost like um, if you're at university, you know, lectures, um, the uni life is very, very different to the working life. So I'd say whoever you are, you know, definitely whatever you want to get out in life, I think an internship is a perfect way to start because then you can go back to uni with your experiences, knowing what you've done. Because um, for like, I think it's the same for Josh as well. What I've learned at my internship, you know, seeing, learning stuff um, from modules and lectures is very, very different to seeing how the stuff takes place, you know, seeing it in action. Um, for me, you know, I, I learned about my aviation module. So I learned about, you know, how do the aircraft work? Um, you know, how are they fueled? How do they take off? How do they land? And seeing it in person, you know, seeing how the systems work, seeing how it's actually done, I think it's a whole new experience. So whatever, whether it supports your studies or whether it just supports your interest, um, just seeing how that working life is and just getting a snippet, especially like for us, we're in London as well. I think first of London's like just a different planet compared to anywhere else in the UK. Um, I just think it's unlike anywhere. I think it was it's such a crazy experience that I really, really enjoyed it. So I think I would definitely, definitely recommend an internship to anybody, no matter what they do. It, it's something that really, really just expands your insights into anything. And what about you, Josh? What kind of advice would you give to people who are thinking about whether or not to take up an internship? Yeah, so uh, similar to Omar, a lot of the advice I'd give, one of the things internships are very good at is building up your skills. So he was talking about very complex, difficult things like how an aircraft lands. But for example, my presentations at uni are far better now after learning how to do corporate presentations. Um, similarly, I'm much faster on Excel because I was doing these huge models of like a thousand cells in um, at BA. So based on that, yeah, I think it definitely gives you a lot of skills. Also, I'd say if you're deciding between an internship or not, uh, think to yourself, do you want a grad job in this field or do you want to go somewhere else? Because an internship is pretty much a direct route to a grad job in that sense. Well, it has been for me at least. So I, I'll return as a finance grad to BA um, right after university. And it, if you're able to do that, it just takes so much pressure off final year because the dissertation is massive. And uh, exams are also quite hard in final year. And just not having to do this job search because you did it a year earlier when your life was a little easier, kind of does help as well. Oh, that's amazing, Josh, that you are going straight into back to BA once you graduate. So massive congratulations. That's brilliant news. Yeah, thank you. Um, Amar, what are your what's next for you? 
My next plan is to take to the skies. So uh, my eventual goal is to become a pilot. Uh, that's been my dream since day one. Uh, I do my dream is for British Airways, so I'd love to stay in BA. Um, I'm still so I've still got time. I still have one year to consider going on to the graduate scheme, so I could join the future's graduate scheme. I've still got a year to decide, however, after uni, um, I might thinking of doing a master's or going to flying school. But my eventual flying, uh, my eventual goal is to go to the skies and hopefully for BA. So I think that's where I want to end up, hopefully. Well, um, when I next get on a BA flight, I'm going to check out the cockpit to see if you're in there. <laughs> don't worry, I'll invite you in, Tony. I'd love to. <laughs> yes, first class, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, don't worry. Well, thank you both so much for joining us today and for sharing your experiences, not only of, of working um, at British Airways, but also in terms of the internship and how it's added value to your studies. I'm sure it's been of great benefit to our listeners. Yeah, well, thanks for having us on. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah, it's been an amazing opportunity. And yeah. I think, yeah, British Airways has just been incredible. I think the opportunities that we've given and the amount of things that we do is uh, especially after the internship, you know, we give so many presentations and talks now, we attend events. I, I think I can't believe it to be fair, but it's, uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, and we keep our benefits. Oh, right. That's, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't, yeah. Can't forget the staff travel, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you both very much. To our listeners, thank you very much for joining us. Do join us again on the student sessions. Thanks for listening to the student sessions podcast. Enjoyed what you heard? Then subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.